Hello, my name is Bex and welcome to Bookworms. This is the podcast all about books and the people who write them. On today's episode, we'll be checking in with presenter, comedian and riddle master Giles Brandris. We have got a little recap from Heba Hamza about her new book, The Prince Zaki series, Royal Sword of Luella. And we've got the biggest books in the world right now that are coming out that you might see on the bookshelves. So first up, let's check in with Sean, shall we? Sean had a little chat recently with Giles Brandris, who's got a big old book out all about riddles. Giles Brandreth is with us! Yay! I'm excited. You're excited. Very much so. Are you having a lovely morning? We're all having a magnificent morning. I start every day with my breakfast cereal and a joke. Every day I do a different joke. Uh, And my favourite at the moment is, um, well, it's one that goes like this. What's black and white and red all over? I don't know. The reason I love this is there are so many different answers to it. What's <laughs> black and white and red all over? An embarrassed penguin. Oh, that's good. You see, it's, good. It's, it's black and white, the penguin, but when it blushes, it's red all over. Um, a sunburnt elephant. You see, it's black and white, and yet it's got burnt in the sun. A newspaper. That's clever. It's black and white. It's red all over because you are reading it. Uh, Oh, well. I think the, the good thing with that is that if you think you've heard it before, then you get a new punchline and Yay. everything's new again. That's what we like. We like new punchlines. <laughs> and I've been collecting jokes all my life. And I'm now very, very old, but I've got a lot of grandchildren. And happily, my grandchildren keep me up to date. So I don't just tell dad jokes. I tell granddad jokes. And uh, my grandchildren particularly like riddles. Oh, and that's and that and you're in the right place. Well, I for, am because for, you are the home of Robot Riddle. Can you remember the first riddle, Sean? You were told in your life. Do you know what? I can actually. It was when I was in junior school, and the riddle was: a cowboy rode into town on Thursday, stayed for two nights, and rode out again on Thursday. How did that happen? Yay! I've got it. Can I tell you? I think I've got the answer. I think the horse was called Thursday. It was indeed. I love it. I remember it clear as day. The first one I remember is this one. Again, it's an old, it's a golden oldie. What gets wetter the more it dries? What gets wetter the more it dries? You know the answer to that? It's a towel. It is. But do you know, Sean, the oldest riddle believed to be the oldest riddle in the world. It's certainly a th- it's thousands of years old. It comes from ancient Greece. And people think of it as the riddle of the Sphinx. And okay. the Sphinx was a terrifying monster with the face of a human, the body of a lion, the wings of a bird. And everyone who passed the Sphinx was asked the riddle. And if they couldn't answer it, terrible things happened to them. Now, this is the riddle. What is it that goes on four legs in the morning, two legs at noon, and three legs in the evening. I had to, to save your life, you had to unravel the riddle. Do you know the answer? The, the stakes are high. The stakes are high. This is, this is ancient wisdom. I think I do know the answer. Okay. What goes on four legs in the morning, two legs at noon, and three in the evening? The answer is, go for it, Sean. I think it's the human person because they, they are a baby, so they're crawling on four legs, Correct. and then they're on two legs when they're an adult. But okay. then, the plot twist being, when they're older, they get the walking stick. Yep, that's the one, you see. I would have survived the Sphinx. Yeah, <laughs> and people may have seen the Queen, who recently, because she's 96, which is very old, she's been mm. walking with a walking stick. So she is three, but she still rides a horse. So occasionally, wow. if the Queen passed by, you'd see six legs. Four on the horse and two on her. Anyway, 
That's by the by. Because you're good pals with the with the royals. Have you ever shared riddles and jokes? Yes, very very boldly. Now this is a a confession. I don't know that I dare do this, but I will as an exclusive for your radio station. Okay. I did do I did do a riddle once for the Queen wow. and her late husband. I told this riddle to the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh. They said, "Apparently, you collect these jokes. Give us one." And this is my joke. What does and I, I I blush to tell you I tell us told this joke in front of the Queen. What does the Queen do when she burps? What does the Queen do when she burps? She issues a royal pardon. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's not good. bad, is it? And did they love the joke? Did they did they did they get the joke? Was there well, a big laugh? they got the joke, and they laughed <laughs> quietly. Um, I can't say they fed about laughing. I, I think the Duke of Edinburgh said something about me not being very. They wouldn't be hiring me as a court jester. <laughs> Uh, but I wasn't hauled off to the Tower of London, which is something. Well, that's a good relief. That's a good relief. Uh, what made you think about right? Let's get let's get a big riddle book together. Because I that? tell you, I did a I did a book of jokes last year, just fun jokes that made people laugh or groan. I love a joke, and a lot of jokes really are riddles. They're they're questions with a bit of an answer, a bit of a twist in the answer. So I thought actually, let's do a complete book of riddles of every kind. Um, some of them. Are, are pretty easy ones, you know, like um, what? And they're, they're, some of them are jokes, but others actually you've got to think about it. You've got to think about the way the question is posed before you ask the answer. What comes once in a minute, twice in a moment, but not once in a thousand years? What is it that comes once in a minute, twice in a moment, but not once in a thousand years? Have you got it? I've, I've got this one. Oh, Sean, I've got this one. you're sharp. This is why you're in charge of the show, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you are. And the answer is the letter of the alphabet, which is the letter of the alphabet? It is the letter M. Very, very good. I mean, this is more difficult. What five-letter word leaves six when you take two away? A five-letter word that leaves six when you take two away? Oh, um... Oh, it's... Is it 60? You are so sharp. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, now, the thing with riddles is if you're too clever and um, get the answers too quickly, people don't like you. I'm just telling you that. People, you know, uh, that's all I'm telling you. Um, there are two Canadians walking down the street. One Canadian is the father of the other Canadian's son. How come? Two Canadians walking down the street. One Canadian is the father of the other Canadian's son. How come? Oh, do you know what? I actually don't know that one. Think of them. Two Canadians, they're walking down the street. One of these Canadians is the father of the other Canadian's son. Now, how does that work out? Well, the two Canadians are actually a mother and a father. They're both of the course. parents of the son. Of course. They, you I, see, I mean, you've got to think wrong. a little bit laterally, <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's very good. Couldn't show off too much. Couldn't show off too much. Did, what, did you, did you, what did you want to be when you grew up, Giles? Because you've done so many things. You're a performer, you're a comedian, you're a writer, you're now the riddle master. What, what did you actually want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be prime minister. <laughs> and there may be people <laughs> listening today who rather wish that I was prime minister. And who knows what might happen? You could throw your hat in the ring I, now, Giles. I, I could. <laughs> I tell you, when I was about eight, my head teacher said to me, Giles, remember... Busy people are happy people. Mm -hmm. That's all he said. Five words. Busy people are happy people. And I remembered that all my life from the age of about eight. And so I've liked doing lots of different things. And I have a long, long bucket list of things that I want to do 
while I'm alive. One of them mm-hmm. was be prime minister, and I'm working on that. Another was, funnily enough, milking a cow. And I only did that last year. It's an amazing thing to milk a cow um, because, I mean, not everybody knows this, but milk, essentially milk, I know can come from nuts. I know it can come from sheep and goats, but most of the milk we drink comes from cows. And I've actually um, got, I've had my, my fingers around the udder, squelch, squelch, or rather squeeze, squeeze, spurt, spurt. And that's fun. So I like doing lots of different things. So um, the answer to your question is, I'm not sure. Um can I ask you something? Yeah, please do. Can you take a hard-boiled egg and make it stand on its end without wobbling? Can I take a hard-boiled egg and make it stand on its end without wobbling? Um, oh, I don't know how if I can. Yeah, you can easily. What you do is you just smash the end. <laughs> and it's hard-boiled, you see, and it'll still stand up. Yeah, yeah. So some of the riddles are, are very silly riddles. Um, and, other, and others are ones that you can use to tease people with, which is quite fun. Thank you very much to Giles Brandreth and indeed to Sean as well. Next up, we need to have a little chat with Heba Hemza. Now, I spoke to her recently about the newest book in her Prince Zaki series. It's called The Royal Sword of Luella. And here she is. I feel like you are a very busy lady because you are about to launch the third book in your Prince Zaki series. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. It's um, We're hoping to launch it the end of August this year. Oh my goodness. So uh, for people who haven't heard of it before, can you get us up to speed? Tell us what Prince Zaki has been doing so far. Yes, definitely. Um, so the Prince Zaki books are obviously about a boy named Prince Zaki ending his teenage years and becoming an adult. And he's the heir to the throne to the kingdom of Luella. And he embarks on this adventure around his kingdom to get to know his people, how they live, where they live, because he feels that he can't serve them as their king and their leader if he doesn't know their lives. But um, it's not, you know, it's not a nice adventure for him, so to speak, because he does get attacked by dragons and evil creatures and beings along the way. He then realises that the royal palace has been taken over and his parents, the king and queen of Luella, have been taken hostage by an evil, dangerous beast. Wow. So you've got the the third book coming out in August, is that right? Yes. So what's that called? Um, That's called Prince Zaki and the Knights of the Altar of Truth. And is is this the final one in the story or are you thinking you can kind of go on for a little while? I'm actually currently also working on the fourth book. Um, So, yes, I've started the fourth book, plotting and developing the characters and introducing new characters and, um, yeah, started to write the the fourth book. So, no, not yet. Um, I haven't quite finished with the Prince Zaki book series yet. I've got to say, I mean, it's quite a big ask because you're, you know, you're giving yourself a mixture of fiction, fantasy and sci-fi. Is it kind of hard to mix all those things together? No, I find it quite intriguing. I do some research, but um, I like it to just flow out creatively. And um, I don't know how, it just all comes together at the end. And am I right in thinking that you started writing these books uh, for your kids? Were they like bedtime stories? Yes. So it was one night we were reading through all the books that I had bought my kids. And I was reading to my youngest, my son, and the girls were sitting with me um, and he was like, I want one more. But I was like, we've read all the books. And then he was like, make one up. <laughs> and so my son is called Zaki. 
So I just sort of turned him into a prince and I said, Prince Zaki went on this adventure. And at that time, he he was really fascinated by dragons. So I sort of introduced dragons, but then I put a spin on them because I didn't just make them dragons. They were like dragons, half dragon, half snake or half dragon, half lion, something like that. So I just... I sort of um, made up all these um, adventures and these different mystical places and um, it evolved from there. And I decided to sort of put it all in a book. And every night he'd ask me, mummy, what's Prince Zaki doing? <laughs> so it, yeah, it's, it began, it began with my children. <laughs> Oh, lovely stuff. Now, before I let you go, uh, every author who comes at Fun Kids, we do a little game, if that's okay, a little uh, this or that game. Can we do that right now? Definitely. <laughs> Brilliant. So you're just going to pick your favourite here. Uh, so, books or Kindles? Ooh, books. Every author says it. Uh, heroes or villains? Ooh, definitely heroes. <laughs> <laughs> film adaptation or TV adaptation? Ooh, film ad- adaptation. Writing or reading? Oh, that's a tricky one. Writing. <gasps> Dragons or unicorns? Dragons. Hogwarts or Narnia? Oh, oh my kids would be upset. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd probably go with Narnia. <laughs> okay, there's no shame. Don't worry, that's absolutely fine. Uh, do you use a laptop or do you write by hand? I use a laptop. Do you write nine to five or do you write whenever you fancy? Um, whenever I fancy. Uh, do you prefer Paddington Bear or Winnie the Pooh? Oh, Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> that was quite definite. And finally, the big one, uh, salt and vinegar or cheese and onion? Oh, definitely salt and vinegar. Yes, correct. <laughs> that is the best one. Yes. <laughs> Well done for getting that answer right. You could have said anything for the other ones, but salt and vinegar is the big answer. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for chatting to us about your book, Heba. And um, we should say we can look out for it now. It's going to be, um, is it going to be in Amazon? It's going to be online, going to be in bookstores? Yes. So it's on Amazon, Amazon Kindle, online, um, in Waterstones, Barnes & Noble for um, the US, um, all over the place. So um, very excited and can't wait to share it with everyone. The stories of Prince Zaki sound amazing. Thank you so much for telling us all about them. Thank you for having me. All right, then, it is time to tell you about the brilliant new summer reads you could be getting your mitts on. The first book to tell you all about is My Mum is a Spy by Andy McNabb. In the story, you've got Lucia and her dad visiting Idris for the week, and he is not happy about it because she loves spying. And worst of all, is convinced that Idris's mum is a spy. That can't be true, can it? Well, even Idris has to admit there is something unusual about their family trip to the zoo. Were his eyes playing tricks on him? Or did someone really drop something into mum's bag? You have to read the book to find out more about whether Idris's mum really is a spy. There's also a brilliant book out from Kelly Yang called Key Player. In it, you've got Mia Tang. She is going for the goal in the fourth front desk novel by the New York Times bestselling author Kelly Yang. It is a brilliant book, all based around the Women's World Cup. Pretty timely at the moment, I would say. Uh, in the book, you've got the World Cup coming to Southern California and everyone's soccer crazy, especially Mia. It's a pretty cool book if you do love your sports or even if you don't love your sports, go and check it out. It's a great read. Finally, we've got Fun Kids Pals, AF Harold and Levi Pinfold, they've got a brand new book out called The Worlds We Leave Behind. Now, in the book, Hex doesn't know why he does the things he does, why he sometimes stands up in class to look out the window or ask an unrelated question or do a little dance. 
He doesn't know why he threw a rock once in the woods. And he didn't mean for somebody to fall and break their arm. But he is blamed anyway. So he's pretty angry about how unfair life is. And Hex runs into the woods and finds himself in a strange clearing. A clearing that couldn't possibly exist. Where a strange old woman offers him a deal. She'll rid him of all of those who wronged him. All he has to do is say yes and they'll be forgotten forever. But is it a good idea? How cool does that book sound? That's The World We Leave Behind by A.F. Harold and Levi Pinfold. So lots and lots of brilliant new books on the bookshelves at the moment. Go and check them out. That's pretty much it from me today in the Fun Kids Bookworms podcast. Big thank you to Sean from Fun Kids and to Giles Brandreth, not from Fun Kids. Also to Heba Hamza as well for telling us all about her brand new book in the Prince Zaki series. We'll be back super soon. So in the meantime, like, subscribe and follow us wherever it is you get your podcasts. Bye.